Hi, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and welcome to McCollum Wellness Radio. Now more than ever, our country needs to learn how to take care of our own health, and it's my mission to empower you on that journey. Please join me each week as I cover these topics and interview experts throughout the field to bring you the answers you need to reach your maximum health potential. Thank you and enjoy the show. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Dr. Duncan McCollum coming to you from McCollum Wellness Radio, KSCO, and very happy to be here. I have a very amazing good friend of mine here, Dr. Mindy Pels, and uh, we've known each other for a, a long time. We've long both been time. <laughs> we've both been chiropractors for years, and we've followed each other around in different groups. And about four years ago, we met up again as you were. Uh, we were down at CalJam, yep. and um, I saw this amazing guy named Dr. Dan Pompa talk, and talking about fix a cell to get well and these concepts that I have been always very interested in. And I was really blown away. So I was hanging out around his booth and then I see you just walk up, give him a big hug and walk in the back and going, what the heck is going on here? (laughs) So I remember getting up, catching up to you and going, Mindy, what's going on? She goes, man, don't even ask any questions, just sign up. And I did. (laughs) And it's been a rocket ride ever since. So some amazing, amazing, Amazing um, information. Yeah. So anyway, um, Dr. Pels, Mindy, you've been—I uh, mean, you've been doing some amazing stuff. You know, I mean, we both have written several books. Started one yeah. together years ago. Yep. And um, now you've got this, uh, what, book number four coming out? Yeah, this is book number four. And this is the biggest one because it yeah. was published with Hay House. So it's really going out into the world in a big, big, big way. Yeah, Hay House is uh, – and and – I can be, you know, having written six books myself, I can tell you it's very difficult to get some to land something like you did. But okay. these, this company had a huge interest in the book you're writing. So why don't you tell us a little bit about it and why they were interested? Oh, I, I love that uh, question because, um, you know, I have been teaching fasting uh, on my YouTube channel for a really long time, uh, last seven years, uh-huh. and there's been a tremendous amount of interest in it. And what I saw really clearly was that women needed to uh, fast differently than men. Yeah. And I, it, we really found a formula for it. So when I went to go write this book, uh, we put it out there uh, into the world, uh, wrote a proposal. My agent pitched it to many of the top five publishers. And uh, there was a lot of conversation about, well, we have a lot of fasting books. And I even had one author or one publica- uh, uh, publisher say we're not doing women's health books anymore. Oh my gosh. I know, which is really scary. Um, but Hay House came in and they're like, this book needs to get out into the world. We see your mission. We want to help you. Um, we're all in. And they have continued to be all in. They actually bought my last two books. They've contracted me now for another book. Wow. And what I love about them is that they're all in in women's health. So that's, they're that's really amazing. looking for people who can amplify that message. Yeah, and you're giving me goosebumps just talking about it because it's so 
great. And to see what you've done in the last couple of years, you're an international speaker. You speak in front of thousands of people. A lot of time. I mean, you're always on the road. Yeah, speaking. I am on the road a lot. Like to go from like clinical practice, you know, where you're kind of handcuffed to like being in your practice all the time. To yeah. This year, you know, there was a time where I was this summer, I was I was going like eight weeks um, just traveling nonstop. And then I just got done with another like six weeks. So uh, that's amazing. Yeah. So the book is called Fast Like a Girl. Yeah. Yep. And it's so amazing because, uh, you know, when we started learning about fasting together yeah. and, um, you know, uh, it was when Dr. Yushinori Asumi, the, well, uh, he won the Nobel Prize in 2016 for a term called autophagy, yep. which we loved. It was like, well, autophagy, self-eating. The body eats itself yep. when it's fasting, but it only eats the bad stuff, not the good stuff, where the world had always <laughs> thought when you're not eating, you're burning up and killing yourself. That's right. And if you do it wrong, you are. But yeah. what Dr. Yushini Arasumi came up with and his study you know, basically prove that if you can do this correctly, your body is going to break down the bad cells and the toxins in the body. And um, then your body is going to create new stem cells. Yeah. And that happens ultimately after three days of fasting is when that occurs. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I, the biggest surprise to me has been how much the world wants to know about autophagy. Yeah. Like it, and, and for you and I, the thing that like got me so excited about autophagy is that you and I really connect on the philosophy that the body heals itself. Yeah. And so to your point, when we look at fasting, I think the cultural belief is that the longer I fast, the more damage will be done. And what Osumi showed us is actually no. And there have been other great fasting uh, researchers like Walter Longo Mm -hmm. who have showed us that actually when you do certain times of fasting, so Osumi was autophagy at about 17 hours, um, you you trigger these healing mechanisms inside the body that you cannot trigger with a supplement, a medication. Like There's no other way to trigger it. And I think that's what got you and I so excited about this is like, wait, the intelligence does this? Yeah. Like another, another check for why the body's so flipping amazing. Yeah. Again, you give me goosebumps because, you know, innate intelligence, it's so interesting when you work with other healthcare professionals and even people coming out of school these days, like mm-hmm. some of the doctors coming out of school, they're, they, some of them don't quite, you have to really get them to realize the reason the body heals is because life itself wants to survive. Oh, I love that. And I always use uh, the um, example of, you've ever seen a weed grow out of a crack in cement? Out, you know, out in the middle of nowhere, there's a weed and you pull it and yeah. it comes back. You pull it and it comes back. Or you see these giant trees growing out of a granite rock that it's split in half. Yeah. So life has this amazing ability to survive and we just have to learn the tools and we found that it goes down to the cell at the yeah. cellular level yeah and um so now we we 
dove in to this uh, fasting thing, you know, the intermittent fasting. Uh, we take took hundreds, if not thousands, of patients through this yep. before it was really a fad. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And we don't you remember we did dry fasting. We had a dry fast day. Like <laughs> yeah. we tested all the different fasting uh, principles uh, on ourselves, on our patients and our doctor group. Yeah, you're right. Before it was a fad. And now there's so much momentum with it. Yeah. But also there's a lot of people doing it wrong. Uh, Agreed. You know, I still hear people come in saying, oh, I only eat two meals a day every day forever. You know, yeah. but I stopped losing weight a little while ago. Yeah. Why? Well, because they don't understand the principles. And we don't need to go into that necessarily now because I really want to talk about what, how you found yourself a few years ago having a hard time yep. being a woman. Yep. And uh, we thought we had the answer with detoxification, you know, getting the heavy metals, molds and hidden infections out of our body and, uh, you know, fasting and, you know, break down the old cells and create new cells through this. And then all of a sudden you hit a brick wall. What happened? Yeah, it's such a good story because uh, what ended up happening was I was looking for a tool to help me with my perimenopausal symptoms. Mm-hmm. And that was about the time that we all discovered fasting. Yeah. So I was like, OK, well, let me throw some fasting at my at my life and see what happens. And at that time, I was doing maybe 13, 14 hours of fasting a day. But I was doing it every single day, and I noticed my brain all of a sudden became more clear. My I started losing weight. I didn't have to look at exercise as my weight loss uh, tool. Actually, fasting was. Uh, I didn't crash at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So I'm a little bit of that personality of, like, if a little bit's good, more's better. <laughs> exactly. so, uh, so I just started fasting a ton, and and then I hit a wall in two places. One, anxiety went through the roof for mm-hmm. me. I couldn't even sit on my couch. I felt so anxious. Uh-huh. Um, I uh, Energy um, was still really high, but um, I couldn't get my body to relax at night to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and my moods were all over the place. I was just high, low, high, low. So I ran a, a hormone test on myself. And at that time, I was 47 years old. I still had a cycle. And I had the hormone level of a postmenopausal woman like in her 60s or 70s. Wow. And that's when I took a step back and I was like, wait, maybe women need to do this different. And, mm-hmm. and so let me dive into our sex hormone differences between men and women and see if I need to modify anything. Yeah. And that's what I discovered, the formula that I put in Fast Like a Girl. Wow. So Fast Like a Girl uh, it sounds fun. You right. Know. And Thank you. Um, so when you talk about this, um, there's some things that, you know, so you don't have to be a woman going through menopause or perimenopause no. or through menopause to take the principles yeah. of this book, yeah. thus the girl. Right. Um, because women's hormones fluctuate so much. Yes. And even this is a misunderstanding. I think a lot of people think that when their cycle stop, their hormone cycle stops. Yes. No, it's just below the threshold. And yes. you still cycle your estrogen, progesterone. Yeah and testosterone, and if you're depleted in any one of them, you're going to still have trouble, even though you're not having a cycle, and you start scratching your head going, what's wrong with me? Is there something wrong with me? Am I mentally unstable or what? 
Yeah. How do you, you, you know that? us. You know us well, Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always just, you know, I'm so grateful for the men out there that are like coming on this hormonal train yeah. uh, with this book and just these conversations. So, um, yeah, I mean, the book is really for women of all ages. And to your point, testosterone is the major hormone that run men. Mm-hmm. You know, like you guys get it every 15 minutes. Uh, testosterone will be produced on the outer cells of the testes. It goes up into the brain and converts to estrogen. So when you look at lifestyle, you really just need to live a lifestyle that's in in accordance with testosterone and what it demands. Mm -hmm. Women, we are not that way. We have three hormones. We have estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. um, And it is produced on the outer outer cells of our ovaries and our adrenal glands, Mm -hmm. which is key. So when we go through perimenopause or menopause or when with a cycling woman, we've got to look at these three sex hormones very differently. Like, for example, in the book, I say that estrogen and progesterone, you got we got to look at them like twin sisters. They look exactly the same, but they have vastly different personalities. Estrogen is going to make you more outgoing. Estrogen loves like fasting and exercise and keto and like all the extreme things you want to do, all the extreme biohacks. Progesterone wants you to nurture yourself and progesterone wants to keep glucose higher and progesterone doesn't do well if cortisol goes up. So for the cycling woman, she's got to think about when does estrogen come in and and then when does progesterone come in and I've got to change my food, my fast. Ideally, I'd like women to change their exercise. Like there's a whole rhythm that has to alter or change as a woman is just in her 30-day menstrual cycle. You guys don't have to think about that so much. Yeah, that's so interesting. And, you know, um, there was a I used to teach a class years ago called you're not losing your mind, you're losing your hormones, you know, and it's and so understanding the difference in it. And you know what? As you were talking about that, I thought about the term hormesis. Mm. Hormesis means Mm. the body loves change. You know, if too much of one thing can kill you, like too much water can kill you. But the body with the estrogen progesterone cycle, that's hormesis in a way. That's it. I never even actually thought about that, and I Me love. Me either. I, just now. I, yeah, that was really good. I I love I love words. Yeah. And you're right. So it's you know you've got the first four letters exactly the same. Oh, so, interesting. So I'm wondering if uh, you know originally wow. hormones were named because of hormesis, which is really a big pre- premise of what I'm teaching in in everything, which is we as women we need to change everything to adapt to these hormones, whether we are looking at a monthly time or you're mm-hmm. going through menopause, these hormones need to be catered to in much different fa- fashion. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, we're about to take our first break here. I have Dr. Mindy Pels here, um, a specialist in hormones and fasting and an author of four books, an incredible chiropractor, very good friend of mine. We're going to take a short break and be back. And I just wanted to say for all of you KSEO listeners out there, it's been a great ride for the last four years. Hopefully we're going to keep things going and uh, I'll be back in just a second. You're listening to McCollum Wellness Radio. This is 
Dr. Duncan McCollum here, and I have Pastor Mark with me. He came in and experienced the stem cell machine, the TRT machine, and he wanted to just go ahead and tell you a little bit of his experience. Yeah, I injured my knee years ago from sports and being dumb, and after the first stem cell treatment, after the very first one, I could do a full knee squat, and doctors told me that we want to replace your knee, and my knee would just ache just from sitting, and you probably experienced that if you have knee problems, but now, no ache, I can walk without pain, and when I sit, I have no pain, and I just love it. I'd recommend it to anybody. It's terrific. When we looked at your x-rays, your discs and your knees look pretty good, too. Yeah, they're improving so much. I just love it. I can't wait for my treatment every week. Highly recommend it to anyone. So you'd recommend they do the $49 special to see if it will work for them? Oh, absolutely. That's what drew me in with the $49 special. I thought, I got 50 bucks to spend to just see, and it certainly has paid off. Call 831-459-9990. Thanks. Hi, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and I have this amazing patient, Gaylene, here, who walked into our office, well, barely walked into our office, and she'd had uh, a lot of attempts in trying to fix her health, and she's had some tremendous changes here. So um, I was wondering if you would like to just tell our audience about that. Well, like Dr. McCollum said, I came into the office in December hardly able to walk and bent over. And within three visits, I was standing up straight, walking. I, I couldn't believe it. That's never happened to me before. It's very been a, been a very um, rough <laughs> road, but we're getting there, and I'm very grateful. Yeah, and you had two back surgeries as well, right? Yes, I did. Yep, in uh, 1995. 1995, yeah. And so they didn't really solve your problem? No, they didn't. And you came in, we did some stem cell treatments on you and some chiropractic on you, right? Correct. Yeah. So you're happy? I'm happy. Everyone here is just awesome. They're all here to help you. They're all so sweet. And uh, I'm glad I came here. <laughs> Thank you so much, Gaylene. And um, I just really appreciate you being here as well. You're oh. such a pleasure when you come in. Thank you. So um, you should listen to Gaylene, see if we can help your health. That's right. Anyone that needs help, please okay. come in. Thank you. This while I play for you, crazy little thing called Guitar Blue. Okay, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum. I'm back, and um, again, I'm here with my good friend Mindy Pels and her book, Fast Like a Girl, and I want to talk more about this. This is actually coming out. It's going to be uh, released on December 27th, right? Yeah, it's, it's released on the 27th, and believe it or not, this is literally the first fasting manual specific for women, although men, it, I'm getting a lot of feedback <laughs> that men will benefit from it too, so we can chat about that, but can you believe there's never been... I mean, all the, with the fasting craze, and there's never been a manual for women. Yeah, and you, you know, you had your own perfect storm that brought you to, mm -hmm. to figure it out. And we always talk about perfect storms with health in the, in our group of doctors. There's always several things that will occur that cause somebody to, to their health to go south, right. you know. And um, oftentimes there's a lot of different um, sticks you have to pick up off the pickup stick pile to get down to the root cause of the problem. 
But um, so and fasting has been phenomenal. And just like you, I overdid it to a point because I figured, you know, too much is um, and we're we're trained doctors. Right. And we still overdo it. So it's so important for you out there. Don't try to do this yourself. You know, I mean, get a book, Mindy's book. I mean, and where can you buy it? Well, you can buy it. You can go to fastlikeagirl.com. Okay. And I'll tell you where I'm encouraging people to buy it um, because I love supporting the local independent bookstores. Yeah. If you go to booktopia.org, it's on fastlikeagirl.com. Okay. It'll it'll have the book sent to you from a local bookstore, which to me is... That's what we want to do, is yeah. support that. I want the indie bookstores to come back. Yeah, that's so cool. And I was just looking through the table of contents because this is, you know, one thing is one size does not fit all. Absolutely. Um, even with all different type of women, um, you're not going to have the same thing. You're not going to fast the same way. And you're, but However, during the cycle, there's different things that you want to pay attention to, and that's what you really nailed. Um, so we'll talk, you know, we'll get into that to some degree. But so her, just some of the chapter titles, it's not your fault. Of course, nobody knows. Women are not studied in health. It's always been men. All of the studies go through men, and the women just kind of like follow along and try this and try that, but they've not been handled. They've not been helped. Yeah, and I, I think, I don't know why, because the women are the, often the decision makers in the family, yeah. and I, I can only guess that we're hard to study because of our hormones. You know, it's really, and it's we're, and not a, not a lot of effort has been put into studying us. But yeah, yeah, in that chapter, really what I wanted to do is I, I've interacted with hundreds of thousands of women and I'm finding that um, women are really shamed, um, and they either guilt themselves or they shame themselves for um, the, their failed diets, for the doctors not believing in them. So what I did in that chapter is I go through the five reasons why diets have failed you, you have not failed diets, uh-huh. just to break that paradigm open. And we even talk about lifestyle changes versus diets, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, because, you know, when people go on a diet, then they get off the diet. Everything screws up again. Exactly. So you're teaching, and what we like to teach in all of our health areas, it's a lifestyle change. That's right. Right? And then you have uh, the healing uh, power of fasting. I, I don't. We don't necessarily have to run down every one of these, but um, you know, um, you talk about build a fasting lifestyle unique to you, and. Um, so, you know, one thing, uh, and if anyone, anything that you want to point out in here. Yeah, I would say the Duncan? second chapter is the one, and this has, again, come up in so much conversation. So um, when I put the chapters together and the information together, there's so much mm. research out there on fasting. Yeah. And how do you navigate it all? So what I did is I created six different length fasts. And then I show you the science behind each one, and I gave you bullet points of, like, why you would want to do each one of these. Mm -hmm. Um, And that chapter actually might be my favorite because it's really, if you want the Cliff Notes version on fasting, and this is really for both men and women, then you're going to want to make sure that you uh, dive into that chapter. It'll, It'll help clear everything up for you. Okay. Cool. We're having a little technical thing here. Hold on a sec. So, um, yeah, use that mic. Okay, I'm going over here. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. So, um, 
then the other thing about, you know, a couple things about fasting, too. Just pull up close. Yeah. Get as close as you can. The, one of the other things about fasting as well is we know that it can lengthen your life. Right. And you and you I mean, you're you being the anti-aging guru. <laughs> I, I agree. And you know, what's the, the basic way of looking at this is that when you hit some of these longer fasts and longer fasts to me are like 17 hours, um, your body goes into the state of autophagy. Yeah. Um, autophagy, we can think of it as the cells clean their act up. They, you know, any viruses, bacteria that are inside, they'll kick that cell out or kick that stuff out. They'll repair the part on the inside, but it also stimulates around that time it, it, something called apoptosis. Yeah. And apoptosis is where the intelligence in the cell looks around and it goes, gosh, you know what? This cell is aging quickly. This cell is going to turn into a cancer cell. This cell is not a good one because to your point, everything is built off of survival. We were trying to make sure that we stay alive. Yeah. So it gets rid of these senescent cells. So that's that's incredible. If you, I mean, it's it's one of the greatest anti-aging tools I've ever seen. Yeah. Which is why you got to train yourself to do it um, and do it right. Yeah, I remember. Um, you know, I'm the kind of guy that would never miss a meal. And yeah, me when, too. When I remember the the first seminar I went to, and I think it was in Atlanta or something like that. You'd been there a year before me, I think. And he goes, "Okay, we're fasting today," and I go. What in the seminar? Yeah, energy, right? And I was actually scared. I yeah. was. I started getting anxiety about not eating. And, and you, but you take a look at America. We're rated. I mean, we're the most obese country yeah. in the world. Yeah. So it's not yeah. like we're starving to death. Yeah. So something interesting on that, and I and in my research for the book, I found something called the thrifty gene hypothesis, and this is the belief that when we go back to the cave person days and we look at w- who survived those harsh conditions where they didn't have food for long periods of time, they had a very specific genetic profile, and they're calling it the thrifty gene, and. That that the humans today, the, the, our ancestors, the ones that were able to progress out of that, um, gave us this gene, and we still have this gene. And so wow. when we are eating all day long yeah. and not leaving time for periods where we're fasting, we're actually going against our genetic profile, and they believe that this might be one of the reasons why diabetes has accelerated in our world is because mm. the humans on the earth right now are all have this gene inside them. Wow. And, again, the United States is 60% of us are diabetic or pre-diabetic. Right, right. So something's yeah. going wrong. There, something's right? going wrong, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we just – and back to the hormesis idea is really the, the goal of health is not constant comfort. Yes. And so we've got it, you know and, – and anybody who goes to the gym knows this. Yes. We don't go to the gym and do the same thing over and over well, again. a lot of people do. And they, they do. That's this. true. Yeah. But are they – then I would ask you, if you're that person, yeah. are, are you – you getting is your health fitness improving with that that style of approach yeah and they may or may not know and we're getting a little bit off the track but it's okay they're getting they may or may not know because they're just in a busy lifestyle and they go de-stress and run on the treadmill and lift the same weights every other day 
but they don't realize. And the term hormesis, we should explain. It's like a bell curve. Yep. When it goes, when you're going up that bell curve, that's good. But as soon as you cross the top and start going down, that's bad. Yeah. So anything could be, you know, I mean, we know that some toxins are good for us. You know, a little bit is good. Yep. Too much will kill us. Yep. Right? Because we need to have our immune response that builds up a lot around that stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Agreed. I mean, I think that, again, back hormesis is one of the greatest principles of healing. Yeah. If you just put enough stress on, on the body, it will repair. A question I get a lot is, well, um, if I have adrenal fatigue, how can I fast? I'm hypoglycemic. I'm exhausted. And so in the book, I have a protocol for that where I show just a little bit tiptoeing yourself into fasting where we're just putting a little bit of a stressor on it um, actually will repair the, the adrenal, uh, the HPA access uh-huh. because the body has no choice. It's right. going, you just give it a little bit of stress and it's going to do what it needs to do. Yeah. So it's a constant stress, like the pedal to the metal. Stuff that's that right. Kills us. And that's exactly uh, really to the point for somebody to understand hormesis is when you're going a hundred percent of the time, all the time, there's no change your body will burn out. That's right. Uh, that's why you want to, you know, work out a muscle quickly and then relax it or, and that, and that's why we call in fasting feast and famine cycles. That's right. The complete hundred percent polar different things, but that is what hormesis is. You do one thing and then you do another. Again, in the female body, you have first an estrogen surge followed by progesterone surge. Those are changes the seasons are changes. Our ancestors that you were talking about, they ate with the seasons. That's right. You know, and our body needs that. And yeah. we need to learn. Um, I, I think Dr. Pompa says the average person eats eight foods. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, okay. So then that's an interesting concept. And um, in the book, I have a whole section on how to specifically break your fast. And yeah. a large part about it is uh, your microbiome. Yeah. When we eat the same six foods, eight foods, mm-hmm. 10 foods over and over again, we feel only a certain amount of bacteria. So when you go into a fasted state, you actually are changing the train in the gut. You're making it a, a better environment um, for a good bacteria. But if you go back to those same eight foods mm-hmm. over and over and over again, you're only repopulating a certain amount of, of bacteria. And you have trillions of bacteria, thousands of different species that will serve you in different ways. Yeah. So you'll see in the book, there's a lot of variation of different food styles, different ways to break your fast. Because what I'm trying to do is come at the microbiome from a different, from as many different angles as we can. Yeah, and that's hormesis. Right. Exactly. There you that. go. Yeah. So, who you guys, uh, I'm sorry to throw out a technical term that's probably very few people have heard of. We actually hadn't really embraced it till right. a while ago. And that's what's so cool about the group that we hang out with. Yeah. You know, and we're going to go to that farm in Tennessee coming yep. up in April. That's going to be so much fun. It's going to be it's amazing. Like six feet of virgin. Topsoil, yeah, and how Amazing. the foods and how supplements and nutrition comes out of that. Yeah. Our, basically, the one of the biggest problems that we have is a lack of nutrition, and our body's cells not being able to um, absorb the nutrition. So we're talking about hormones. Hormones act on cells, mm-hmm. right? 
So in your book, do you talk about the health of a cell and how important that is? Or is that one of your earlier books? Yeah, in, I, in my earlier books, I more went into a cellular health. This one is really about the principles of fasting marrying the principles of hormones. Uh-huh. So I do talk, I, the, I said, the first part of the book is really about identifying why fasting works. And then I dive into women's hormones because what I found is that women don't even understand their hormones. I mean, I was in a car, I was in a car the other day with a 55 year old woman, a 38 year old woman, and um, the ex CEO of Spanx, which if you're not familiar with Spanx, is like a you know a woman a woman owned brand, um, you know, and is clothing mostly for women. And so he was hanging around a lot of women, and we were talking hormones, and all three of these people in the car were like had no clue. Yeah. Like, I don't know when, and the two women were like, I don't know when estrogen comes in. The 55 year old woman is like, you know, she's going into menopause and she never learned when estrogen and progesterone came in and she doesn't know what hormones are going down because of uh, menopause. And those are the kind of things you'll learn in the book that yeah. I hope to change. That's so powerful. You know, I mean, so many times I've talked on the, uh, you know, the days of dropping your body off at the doctor's office and going shopping and said, just fix it. I'll be back to pick it up later. You know, that's how we were trained growing right, up. Right. We had no clue about our health. Yep. Um, we would distrust what's going on medically. And um, we, we can't do that anymore. We're rated 47th in the world for health. You know, um, we take 80% of all the opioids in the world. That's crazy. And we're only 4% yeah. of the adult population. So, yeah. And again, women, that's just, that's the mainstream populace of our country. Then yeah. we have women that have been just not even considered when they're doing all of this stuff. That's right. You know, I, th- I saw a statistic the other day that shocked me, um, which is in America, you have close to 50% of menopausal women taking HRT, hmm. whereas in hmm. Japan, only 4% of women take HRT. Wow. Okay, same woman, same women, same yeah. hormones. Why are more women having to w- look at using a medication? Is it are they being forced to? Is it because we don't understand our hormones? Is it our lifestyle? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we look at, um, at the way that the traditional Japanese diet is much more um, conducive to hormonal balance. Yeah. So, so I mean, we have the understanding that we are basically a, a sugar-based. Um, yeah, carb-loving. Yeah, and our body doesn't know how to deal with a ketone, which is what you get into That's when right. you start to fast. Yeah. And, you know, they're so efficient, but, they, you know, it's like I often joke, you know, if you ever watch American Pickers, it's like, you know, you go into the garage and go, look, Fred, there's a ketone burner. You know, what the <laughs> heck is that? I heard of one once. But the, the real cool thing about our body is we can take control of it. Um, simple concepts. The teachings in your book are going to help women uh, understand what uh, their cycle is, when, what hormones are and what they do to the body. Yep. And I agree with you. I know so many women when they just go, um, and men, you know, that talk about, well, I don't know what's going on in there. I'm, I'm just supposed to take these medications. Yep. And we're not getting any healthier. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's interesting because I've been doing research for the next book, um, mm-hmm. which is going to be about what happens to the female brain over 40. And one wow. of, yeah, I'm really excited for that one. One of the things I learned is that the most common time for women to commit suicide is 45 to 55. Huh. Wow. That is crazy if you stop and you think about yeah. that. 
These are our mothers. They have kids. They have careers. They have communities. Like, why are these women having turning to suicide as as an answer? Mm -hmm. And when you break it down into hormones, you can see it very clearly. And it's the loss of hormones and and we have and the loss of knowledge. We don't have any understanding of it. And then the doctors don't have any understanding of it. So you walk in and then you're given SSRIs for your depression, which isn't going to help your loss of hormones. So it's really interesting to me. The the ignorance, women are suffering at the hands of ignorance right now. Yeah. And it's not, and your first chapter is that it's not your fault. It's not your fault. So yeah, that's what we got to break apart is we got to take the guilt and the shame and the, it must be me away from women. And that's what I'm hoping this book is going to crack this conversation open so that we as women can start to at least talk about it. And the men, you know, that are coming along the ride with us, um, let's just have, start having this conversation, but you got to get to know your hormones first before the conversation can be had. Yeah. So, um, this is Dr. Mindy Pels. Her book is coming out on the 27th of December. Fast Like a Girl. You can get it at fastlikeagirl.com. And what was the place you want them to yeah, go bo- to? Yeah, uh, booktopia.org is we'll go to your local um, your local independent. And you, on fastlikeagirl.com, it's there. You can just link it to it. Okay, cool. And, um, yeah, this is so interesting. I'm so glad we were able to pull this off and get you over here. Yeah, thank you. While the station's still here, we need <laughs> all the help we can get. Um, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back in just a couple minutes. Discover the best ways to stay younger and live longer in Dr. Duncan McCollum's best-selling book, Turn Back Your Biological Clock. In it, Dr. McCollum explains the principles of regenerative healthcare and reveals how in as little as three to eight weeks, you can begin to reverse your biological clock and start to enjoy life again. If you are on a journey to create an incredibly healthy body and live the rest of your life in vibrant health and happiness, Turn Back Your Biological Clock is a must-read. Hey, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and I have this amazing patient, Lauren, here, and she had a few things to say. Hi, I'm Lauren Spencer, a local realtor, and I've been seeing Duncan for years now. I had a biking accident, and he's been adjusting me since then, and it's been amazing. But lately, I've had trouble with my feet, and I'm an avid walker, avid biker, avid uh, golfer, and uh, my feet were aching all the time, and I tried Duncan's TRT machine, which is an amazing stem cell machine that rejuvenates uh, the cells and my feet I've had like three or four um, sessions with the machine and my feet are like new no aches no pains it's a miracle so I really highly recommend Duncan and his chiropractic services but also that TRT machine you got to try it thanks <laughs> wow thanks Lauren that was awesome so we still have the $49 special come on in and see if it works for you thank you This is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and I would like you to listen to a couple testimonials from my patients about our new TRT machine. You should come try it, but here's what they have to say. A year and two months ago, I got knocked down by a horse, and I got a grade two pull on my hamstring, and from there, everything went to hell. Uh, Basically, uh, I was walking three and a half miles a day. I went from that to walking less and less, and because it was so painful, and my other knee started hurting me. 
And then I stepped off a ladder and jammed my knee. It took me the next morning five minutes by the time I stood up to get out of my bedroom. It was so painful. At the same time, I found out about the TRT from the doc, and I knew that that was for me. So almost feeling completely normal. So it's been great. I was walking stiff, stiff knee on one side because it was just flopping out of place. Now I can bend my knee and walk. I totally recommend this one time, and you'll just go, whoa. You don't realize how much you use your toes for balance until there's no feeling in them. And so I've got the feeling back in my toes, and my balance is greatly improved. Definitely recommend it. So call today for your $49 introductory special on the TRT machine to see if it works for you. Call 831-459-9990. 831-459-9990. McCollum Family Chiropractic. When I walk into a bar, goes near and far, say I'm the gangster. Okay, we're back. This is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and the machine is amazing, right, Mindy? Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm sitting here, and I've experienced it, and I'm like, yeah, it is really that good. So, the, yeah. It's so fun to see the people's changes. Super fun. And, yeah. So, okay, we've got a little bit of time left here with Dr. Mindy Pels, her book, Fast Like a Girl. Fascinating book. I Because we've had such a long history together studying the subject of fasting and then watching yeah. you go through this transition, I am so excited that this is coming out to help the women out there in the world yeah. that need it. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I really am hoping that um, it's going to be a game changer for women's health. Um, the way we set it up is there's something for everybody in there. Um, the You can choose your fasting length. I have two food styles in there I, uh, that um, are, you know, one that I call ketobiotic. That's a higher carb, higher protein version of keto. Uh, I have a hormone feasting way of eating that you can feed your hormones. That's a much higher carb. Um, I've got recipes. I have how to break your fast. I have all the troubleshooting. So it really is years of research and experience that got poured into that book. Yeah, that's amazing. And just I'm going to touch on something that you told me um, about a while ago, and that is um, talking about that funny new term hormesis that you discovered that there's certain times in a cycle not to fast. Yeah. And there's certain times that you want to take a lot of carbs. Yeah, I think it's right before yeah. your cycle starts, right? Because it helps balance the estrogen and yeah. help the estrogen and insulin um, increase to not give you that depletion which causes a lot or too much or too little that can cause a problem you know what my the most fascinating thing to me about uh, applying the principles that are in the book to so many women if you're a cycling woman um, and almost every cycling woman or every woman who when they were cycling will tell you that the week before our periods we crave carbs Mm -hmm. and the week before our period we often don't feel like doing anything we want to kind of hang out on the couch and be anti-social Well, if you look at the needs of progesterone, that's when progesterone's coming in. Mm -hmm. Progesterone actually will make you more insulin uh, resistant that week.
weak, so glucose can be higher. So you're craving carbs because progesterone is saying to you, hey, I need some glucose so that I can make this horn. I need to be able to come out. I need to have the right fuel to be able to do that. So if we're fasting, if we're in keto that week before, we're not going to make enough progesterone, and then every your cycle will be off. The other thing is when progesterone goes high, cortisol goes, I always say, when progesterone goes shy, when cortisol goes high. Oh, that's good. I like that. Yeah. I remember it now. It's a great way to remember <laughs> it because anytime there is stress, then progesterone is going to get shy. So that week before our period, if we are overdoing anything, uh, whether it's working out, work, um, you know, just stress in life, you're going to see your cycle get thrown off. Same thing for the per- perimenopausal and menopausal woman. That progesterone is declining. Yeah. So you're going to be more sensitive to cortisol. You're going to have to bring in more mindfulness tools. You're going to have to understand your hormones even deeper um, because as progesterone gets lost, um, our ability to be able to handle stress really changes. Yeah, so interesting. Obviously, I've never gone through these cycles, but so you're saying even we know that you can carb load and I, you know, read the book, get the information so that you fully understand this. But I want the listeners out there to get the idea that these tools work, yeah. for instance. So now we know that we want to carb load. And a lot of people don't even know what carbs are. Yeah. You know, I'll say, um, you know, you want to um, have a low carb or high carb diet. Well, I don't eat car- many carbs. I, I eat vegetables. Vegetables right. are carbs. I mean, and it's not, they are, it's right. not been taught. Yeah. You know, we don't understand what carbs are, good carbs, bad carbs. You know, the good healthy carbs versus the sugary carbs. Yeah. I'm really a fan of eating nature's carbs, and I think this is the the easiest way to understand nutrition, is eat what comes from the planet and is coming off the earth. So when we look at, like, the the carbs that tend to destroy us are the processed foods, and those are mostly the ones that are in the middle aisles that could, at your grocery store, that could stay there for years and still be supposedly fresh uh, after a while. So anything that's processed, Processed, refined sugar, refined flours, that's not good at any time of your cycle. But the back half of your cycle, like that week before your period, lean into your potatoes, your sweet potatoes, your your fruit, your vegetables. Those are going to be incredible. And they're a little bit higher in glucose. They'll spike your blood sugar a little bit more. Um, and your body will do really well with them in that back half of your cycle. Whereas the front half of your cycle, estrogen doesn't want a lot of carbs. So you're going to want to stick to more of the leafy green vegetables, uh, more vegetables in general, maybe the lower sugared fruits like berries and some green apples and lean into more protein. More protein and healthy oils. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, so great. So these are tools that you can start with right now, um, kind of experiment. But also you're just saying that the week before the cycle, you shouldn't be working out hard. Yeah, even you shouldn't be working out hard. I was just on a, a podcast interview with a fitness trainer the other day who said to me, I want to understand this because most of the women that I'm training are 35 and older. Mm-hmm. And so we went through the whole cycle looking at what different types of training should be put in place. Mm-hmm. But if you think about like if you're trying to do a Spartan race or you're trying to do a, if you're crossfitting or you're doing something really extreme, that week 
week before your cycle, you are going to hormonally damage yourself. So use that week as recovery. Go to yoga. Do more Pilates. Go hiking. I mean, here in Santa Cruz, we have so many beautiful mountains. Go for a walk on the beach um, and use that time to rest. And then your cycle starts. Give it a couple of days. Usually it takes one to three days for, you know, that transition. And now you can power up on your bigger exercises and and really do more with your workouts, leaving that recovery time for that back half of your cycle. Thus, hormesis comes back to us again. Right, (laughs) exactly. That's amazing. And, you know, when you take uh, women in the workplace, too, because, you know, in this wild um, economy that we have, whether it's going up or going down, I mean, it's 24-7 when you go to work, right? Right. So this is something that people need to put and understand in the workplace. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really excellent question and point because do you know that Spain came out last year and said that they are authorizing a three-day menstrual leave for all women wow. and that no questions asked, you can take it whenever you want. Hmm. Now, I my brain went to, well, I hope they take it the week before their period. I hope <laughs> they don't just take it when they start their period because that's what hormonally would be best for them. Yeah. Um, there's also nonprofits that are now emerging, helping work uh, corporations understand what happens to women as they go through menopause Mm -hmm. because the loss of hormones changes our cognition. It changes our ability to be able to handle stress. And so if we just understand that, we teach women and corporations and and the workplace in general how to ebb and flow with these hormones, uh, you will get the best from us. In fact, Mm -hmm. I I kept saying that during the pandemic, we just needed to get a bunch of ovulating women together and Mm -hmm. they would have solved the problem uh-huh. because you have estrogen at its highest, testosterone at its highest, and a little bit of progesterone. That's your like hormonal superpower time. Yeah. And so you're going to have a lot better hormonal resources to be able to mentally handle anything. That's that's great. And also, so as a, as a guy who loves to cook, I guess I should be able to prepare the right foods at the right if, time. Yeah, right? It depends <laughs> on who you're cooking for. You know, if you're cooking for your daughter, yes. If yeah. you're cooking for your girlfriend, and you're going to want to know, you know, what she's going through in her yeah. hormonal world. Yeah, that's amazing. And, you know, we one of the things uh, that I guess we can call it a tenet of fasting when we went through all of the benefits, the one that I always considered to be the most important was hormone optimization. Yeah. You know, and fixing the cell, making sure that your body's healthy, keeping. And, and I agree, you know, I don't eat stuff that comes out of packages. No. You know, I used to say if you pick up a package and it has words and names, you don't understand, put it down, but I just don't pick them up in the first place. That's right. I, I can't think of the last time I ate a package. Yeah. Food, no. You know, because it is, you know, food by nature. Yeah. And uh, that's where you're going to get the most. And an interesting thing, we got a few minutes left, but you were talking about the microbiome. Mm-hmm. And Santa Cruz has incredible farmers markets and stuff like this. And the microbiome are the bacteria that live in our gut. We have a hundred a hundred trillion of them, more than human cells, I believe. Yep. And um, a lot of people go to the farmer's market and buy the same um, spinach from the same farm. 
and we now have learned what? Yeah, I, I love where you're going with this because when I go to the farmer's market, um, I love to get to know the farmers in the first place. It's yeah. beautiful. But then I buy from different farmers because their soils are all going to have a different mineral content and a different mi- uh, microbe content. Yeah. So, you know, make sure you vary all of that. Yeah. It, it's really important for our microbial health. Hormesis. Yep. Right. It's, and, and that's like the joke, right, amongst our group is yeah. that when you understand hormesis, hormesis is really a, a big tenet of that is change. Yep. Make sure you keep changing. Yeah. And um, it's in the change that the body adapts. Mm-hmm. So whether you're buying the food from the same place or you're eating the same food or you're fasting the same way or exercising the same way, there's going to be a point at which the body's not benefiting from that as much. So keep changing it. Yeah. And um, so one of the other things I I just remembered when we were talking about apoptosis and senescent cells, Mm -hmm. I I wanted to define those are senile cells. Mm. They're cells that are no longer functioning. They're just sitting around using up energy. But if anything, it's like a bowl of rotten apples. Yeah. You get one one apple rotting in a bowl of apples, soon they'll all rot. So one of the cool things about fasting, understanding fast like a girl, but you are also breaking down these senescent cells and turning them into energy. Yep. The body burns them yeah. and recycles stuff out yeah. of them. And if you think about cellular um, you know, uh, repetition and growth is that if you have a senile cell, and I love the way you said that, if you have a senile cell and it goes to replicate it's going to replicate another senile cell. So when we dip into these fasts and we use it to get rid of the senile cells, then now we got only healthy cells and those healthy cells are going to replicate, which is a large reason why we're seeing this anti-aging effect to fasting is because you get rid of the ones that no longer serve you so that they don't keep replicating and slow, uh, speed up the aging process. Exactly. And my listeners... Have heard me talk about uh, telomeres a lot, yeah. <clears throat> which are the little hairs at the end of the DNA strands that get shorter every time a cell replicates. It's like those horse tails you keep breaking off a piece. Yeah. And um, we know that fasting will is one of the only things that can increase the length of your telomeres. Yeah. Increase yeah. your life. Yeah. And I would say it's so interesting about fasting because if you look at all of the researchers out there, David Sinclair is a big one. Um, and anybody who's in the anti-aging and longevity movement, they will all tell you that the top three things that they, that they would recommend of the top three, fasting has to be in there for anti-aging. Yeah, it's amazing. And, you know, it's become, it's just a way of life Yeah. now. Yeah. You know, the, I, and the other thing I just want to point out, too, if you haven't fasted before, it's it gets easier with time, don't you think? Oh, yeah. But I don't know any other diet change I've ever made or any other health habit I've ever made. Well, exercise gets easier with time, but, yeah. um, but it's one of those ones that once you find your natural rhythm with mm-hmm. it, it it's freedom. It, yeah. it it just becomes really easy to do. Yeah, and you know we've we don't have time to go into a lot of things, but you know your body learns how to burn your own fuel and the stored fuel, which is the fat, right? <clears throat> which hormones are made 
<clears throat> extremely. I mean, a lot. Of, we need fat. We need amino acids. We need all this stuff to make those hormones. Yep. But we've been eating a diet that is not allowing our body, uh, you know, a pantry full of those things we need to sustain our own health and life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you look at I, I was just at um, the one of the largest functional medicine conferences in the world last week I was speaking at and um, in Vegas and it, the, it was on anti-aging and longevity and at almost tied into every single lecture and there were hundreds of lectures was the need for keeping hormones in check that uh-huh. that if you want to stay healthy if you want to slow aging down you're going to need to balance hormones yeah. and I think that again that's not discussed enough it's almost like and especially for women it's almost like hormones has been like this dirty topic that we don't talk about because it's tied to our menstrual cycle it's time to our libido it's yeah. you know t- you know I had a, a man tell me the other day he's like oh well I can't talk about hormones because you know I don't want to upset any women and I and my feeling is no let's all let's bring this to the table and let's all talk about it yeah. um, but first we got to get to understand it and how how hormones show up for men and how they show up for women and how do we understand each other at a hormonal level so that we can um, really support each other on a health journey yeah it's so much fun and so again we're about out of time uh, this is Dr. Mindy Pell's Fast Like a Girl. Go buy it. Please buy it. Support her. She's done so much research. It's coming out on December 27th. December 27th, yeah. Fastlikeagirl.com. Um, and, and you know what? One cool thing that yeah. people might be interested in, um, Hay House actually came up with this idea. So it'll come out on December 27th. And then we're going to do a worldwide three-day water fast on oh, January 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Oh, wow. And it's completely free. Uh-huh. And I'm guiding everybody through it. We're going to have a prep call. And then each day of the water fast, I have a webinar that I will show up and answer questions and inspire people. Um, yeah. And so Hay House is putting it out to their community. I'm putting out to mine How do you find out about yeah fastlikeagirl.com okay. backslash water fast <laughs> okay so and there'll be a lot of great information out by uh, around it but if you go to drmindypels.com it'll be on there so yeah, you can find it yeah and by the way um <clears throat> Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. But uh, we've got a mi- Why don't you've got like 50 seconds? What do you just end it off? Yeah, I mean, I, if you're listening to this and you haven't fasted, I really want you to find your power back. And fasting is so cool because only you can do it for you. And you'll discover how powerful your body is. It's just like this reunion and reconnection to your body. So, and if you have fasted and you're like an intermittent faster, I'm going to encourage you to go to some of the longer fasts. So, yeah. um, so I, I hope the book changes millions of lives and thank you Duncan for having me oh, I really appreciate my being pleasure. here it's so exciting and like all you guys all you listeners out there you need this book fast like a girl great um, post Christmas present right exactly and a great thing to start the new year with and Lord, it's going to make the whole world a better place yeah thank all you alright well thank you so much and we'll see you guys all next week wanna play some blues cause I know you like that gonna get real loose if you enjoyed this episode of McCollum Wellness Radio, please share it with a friend and tell them one helpful fact that you learned today. Remember, the best way to learn is to teach.